Welcome back to the podcast, Roger Bungea Podcast. It's me, your host, your number one with a bullet, Farhad uh, Masood. With me, as always, are my interns, Annie Hill, and then special guest today, returning champion, Sumit, biggest fan of SRK and my mortal enemy. You know how in SNL they have like the five timers club? Yeah, we're going to give you uh, the jacket that he wore in DDLJ. <laughs> Real bet on you. That would be the ultimate thing. That would actually be really cool. We should do that. If we were a professional organization, we would have that set up for you, but we we're not. <laughs> um you know the jacket is actually Uday Chopra's jacket. Okay. Oh wow. Wow, right. what Look a useless piece of trivia. <laughs> this is why this is why Sumit is a returning champion. <laughs> now I I hear that Ms. Badelby wanted to be on this episode. Oh, did he? Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> For our listeners, they should know that Sumit and Mizba are best friends. I absolutely hate that guy. <laughs> Sumit is actually best friends with Mizba's wife. Uh, actually, yes, I I am better friends with Mizba's wife than Mizba. I tolerate Mizba because of Mizba's wife. Oh wow! <laughs> and, and his and his t- uh, three lovely children. That's why adorable children, cutest yes. girls. Yes. Okay, Sumit. <laughs> I know she was here. Sumit also has an intern in the background. <laughs> His daughter. <laughs> Two yeah. guests for the price of one. Not bad. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should talk about what we're gonna summarize today. Yeah, so Raheel's gonna jump right into it. He's gonna he's gonna commandeer this. Uh, We're giving him this is his capstone project for his internship. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, Summit, thank you for joining us. It is Summit's fourth and final time, but it is the first time that he's here with the entire crew. Yes, that is true. That is very true. I've been here every time because I need to uh, be a Summit filter. You're tethered Uh, to him. Yes, well, (laughs) he would be canceled very, very quickly otherwise. (laughs) This will be your last time because the podcast is coming to an end, and I don't believe there's any other movies left. You guys know. I mean, how can you guys come to an end when he is literally coming with the three of the biggest movies of his career? Oh, good. Yeah, nobody's watching it. Look, we're not. We we're not going to talk about the future because there is none for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, but we are coming to a close. So, Rahil, go ahead, take it away yes. for us. So, we are talking about 2012's Jephthah Kejan. I think everyone here would agree a colossal piece of shit. Movie, a movie that Sumit and Annie and I watched together in the movie yes. theater. Yes, and I will actually, Sumit. I'm going to turn to you a little bit for a little bit of the background mm-hmm. on uh, Jephthah Kejan. I recall in 2012 receiving a phone call from you, and you asked me if I had five minutes to spare, and I said sure. And then you went into the full synopsis of this movie, which was completely wrong. I don't remember the synopsis, but I found out later that was completely wrong. But the phone call ended with you saying. And he will love her forever. Jephthah Kejan. Jephthah Kejan. Jephthah Kejan, yes. A Yash Chopra movie. He said that at the end. Yes. Yes. Uh, so Yash Chopra died while making the movie. It was after, right? No, it was after, yeah. Uh, he died before the movie was released, but after it was premiered. He took the easier way out. I know we're probably going to get to it, but the BTS at the end of just Yash Chopra is very heartwarming. I have no connection to the man, but just watching an old uncle just amble around set was uh, <laughs> nice to see. It reminds I me of saw it. 
I saw it and I said, oh, movie over. Click. No. And I turned it off. <laughs> I turned it off very, very quickly. I was waiting for um, Samuel L. Jackson to show up. But, but yeah, Chopra is pretty much um, as responsible as any as anyone for like the Shah Rukh Khan actor persona, right? I mean, if you look at Shah Rukh Khan's career, Yes Chopra movies are basically what made him. It also made uh, Amitabh Bachchan. Yeah. Oh. So, so as far as Indian movies go, he was probably like the biggest figure for like the last, I don't know, before he died, probably like the last 50 years. Would you call him like the Martin Scorsese or the Steven Spielberg of Bollywood? Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to say Steven Spielberg, but yeah, Martin Scorsese also makes sense because he did Robert De Niro, then Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah, it makes sense. I think it's probably more Steven Spielberg because he's a pretty commercial director, right? Mm-hmm. The Josh Wright films are very, especially in the 90s and the early 2000s and stuff like that. He was he was a guy. I saw a lot of Michael Bay in the way that he introduced Anushka Sharma. I saw <laughs> <laughs> Like I was watching Transformers. I mean, Bobby was, uh, is that one of his movies too? No, that's, that was... oh my, no, that's Raj Kapoor. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Another another perf. Um, yeah, so all of these old directors have very problematic relationship with their heroines. Although I don't think I've ever heard anything bad about Yes Chopra. No, no, no. Uh, in his personal life, you mean? Yeah. Well, it was a great family man. I mean, his entire, like he comes from a movie background, right? So his brother, B.R. Chopra, was also a producer not as successful as him but then he started working and then he branched off he did his own thing and obviously yrf is one of the biggest studios in india mm-hmm. actually it's the biggest studio in india it feels like in terms of like movie tones it that's kind of like the yrf movie movie tones of yrf for kind of what was hindi movies for like from like 1993 through like 2015 and but now i think at this point it feels more like a dharma productions correct so yeah so dharma is taking off but yrf is like it's it's the like dharma is a follower Mm. yrf is what made dharma and karan johar says it all the time like he learned everything about movies and production from yes chopra and aditya chopra if you look at his the cinema he has made over the years i mean he made silsila he made chadni he made lamhe he made divar kalapatra like it's crazy the kind of movies he made and whenever he made any kind of movie with a romantic angle or about uh relationship between um people he always brought in a twist be it silsila where it's where it was um extramarital affair back then um if if you talk about john lumhain that's just that's that's, that one's that one's bad yeah what was that one i don't know that one he basically grooms a little girl Oh, uh, that's not good. And then she falls in love with him. Okay, yeah. I, I don't think that's a movie for me to watch. And the movie became a classic uh, over the years, but at the time, it was it was one of the biggest failures. Um, oh, I did not company. know that. Yeah, the, yeah it was not well-received. And I think we're it's come back 360 degrees, and it's not well-received anymore. <laughs> again. Anyways, Yash Chopra died. Oh, all right. Um, so you had a you had an interesting way of commenting on his death in our chat, if you'd like to... <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, um, I said, so just so you guys know, I said in the chat, ke, what did I say? Salam <laughs> usko But I, I thought about this because there was a Nana Patakar movie where there's a famous dialogue where he says, Ek sala ko hijra bana deta. <laughs> You don't know, you know this, right? You know the dialogue. It's a very famous dialogue. Nana Patakar said, Ek sala ko hijra bana deta. Because you okay. know when you when you slap a matcha you go like this. Oh my oh. god! <laughs> <laughs> right? 
Oh my god! I should not have attended this podcast recording. <laughs> I, I, I didn't what like that. a line. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like the dialogue, but yeah, it was died of dengue fever. Just for the record. oh, is that what it was? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's where the mosquitoes enter the chat. And you know, he was eighty years old when all this happened, and he hadn't directed a movie for eight years. So this was his first movie in a long time, and I guess mm-hmm. that brings us to. Um, your memory of watching this movie. I think I remember the anticipation being very, very high for the movie um, because it was Yes Chopra and because it's SRK and it was after SRK had taken this little detour into making weird shit like Raw One. It was, it was putting him back into that entire thing which he's known for, right? Like uh, romancing and like mm-hmm. projecting love on the screen or whatever you want to call it. But the other thing also was this was the first time which was very weird ever in Yash Chopra's whatever 50 60 year career he collaborated with Gulzar which has never happened before and A.R. Rahman but you know those are like two living legends of Indian cinema that came together writing the dialogues the screenplay and all that stuff oh what are your memories I, I think we've all watched this movie before yes. uh, Fahad Masood I know you were what you were waiting to watch this again for a long time no, you have no. memories. So if you want to start off with your memory of the movie, what you remember, and if the second viewing has changed your mind uh, in any way. Oh, man, that multi-part question. Good work. That's right. Um, I <laughs> think. Okay, so I watched this movie in theaters in Dallas. I was in Dallas for a wedding, and my entire like family went to watch this movie. It was the last time we all went to a movie theater together. And uh, I blame Shah Rukh Khan for never going back to the movie theaters with my family again because we all hated it. Like it was so bad in theaters uh, that I literally I just didn't watch another Bollywood movie for like years. It just it just ruined it for me. But I will say that my memory, I think I was just a little too harsh on it. I don't know. I watched it today and um, I didn't hate it. It wasn't, it's not a good movie, but um, I don't know. I mean, there are parts of it that are pretty, pretty good. And it also looks like an actual movie compared to Rawan. Rawan looks like it was shot on a handy cam. I don't understand how they uh, had, had, how that had the biggest budget in a Bollywood movie Mm -hmm. ever when it looked like a piece of shit compared to Jephthah Kejan. So I, I think on the rewatch, not terrible. Which is yeah. shocking to me because truly, for the longest time up until I rewatched it, I would have told you that that was the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. So, my memory of this is like you said, I watched it with you and with Summit. I remember this was like, I got, I had just been married and then I lived in Queens. I guess somebody had been so kind as to extend the offer over the Hudson for us to come <laughs> out and, and join you guys for this movie. And it was like this big group that I guess Summit, you and Mizbah and our brother Nabil had like put together. Yeah. So, we were like, what, a group of like 30 people or something that went to Jersey Gardens, yep. Jersey Gardens Mall to watch this movie. It was a late, showing it may have been the first night that the movie came out it was a whole thing what i remember so clearly in my mind the whole ride back from elizabeth new jersey to queens with my husband 
nonstop cursing out this plan and being like, I cannot believe we drove all the way to fucking New Jersey to watch this movie. It was so bad. Like I can see the lights of the Lincoln Tunnel like hitting my eyeballs. <laughs> He's like complaining about it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know. And I felt like so bad because it was like still like I think it was within the first year of our marriage. So I had all these feelings like, did I mess up my marriage by making him go to New Jersey to watch the movie with my friends? Like, was this bad for us? But like Fahad, rewatching it this time, I was like, you know, it's a mess. But it's certainly not the worst Shah Rukh Khan movie I've ever watched. Yeah. What happened in 20... What was going on in 2012 that made us hate this movie so much? Well, I think also for me, it was like the act of going to New Jersey and then being out so late at night and being in the theater. And it just... I think also this was the first Shah Rukh Khan movie I had seen in a movie theater since Om Shanti Om. So it had been a while for me. And I had been kind of checked out of Bollywood for a long time. So I was really excited to watch this movie. And I was hoping for something a lot better. And then I just will also never forget during intermission. So you, I think Mizba and Mizba and Nabil were the only ones that were like, you got to give this movie a chance. Everybody was mad. And we were like, going to leave. And you were like, no, you have to sit through the movie. It was uh, it was a, a hateration session on you in particular. And I think we, we you know what? I owe yeah. you an apology. Oh my it wasn't as bad as I thought. Oh my it was. gosh, this guys, this is big news. This is the first time oh. Annie's ever apologized. It's a break. <laughs> when I watched the movie the first time in the theater, I loved it. Yes. I of remember. Of course you did. I loved it because there was a lot of nostalgia behind it, right? It was Yash Chopra directing Shah Rukh Khan for the first time with Katrina Kaif and Anushka Sharma and all that stuff. But also, I related this movie to a lot of yes chopra traits right like the switzerland like the like the bahars and the snow and like the like you said like the you know you thought of michael bay i immediately thought of yes chopra celebrating a beautiful woman right that's has always (laughs) been I like when Sharukh uh, celebrates Juhi Chawla by uh, uh, dousing her in champagne in there. Oh my God, so does my husband. No, we I will it say celebrated. that. <laughs> I like that. I, I will say there are there was definitely a Yesh, it's Yesh Chopra, right? That's his name? Yes. Okay. yes. So sorry. It's- Yesh, is it? <laughs> Yash, is it? Yes, Chopra. It was definitely visually a Yes Chopra production. Like if mm-hmm. you watched Dar or if you watched uh, Johnny yeah. or you yeah. watch any of these movies, it has mm-hmm. a very similar look. The yeah. cinematography is very similar. It's the same thing with Virzada. It's definitely he loves those over the like the scenery shots yes. of a man riding a motorbike. He yeah. loves it. Yep. He could film a man riding a motorbike in the Swiss Alps until he yep. died, which unfortunately that yeah. is. Like he should have done Harley Davidson commercials instead of. <laughs> and not for nothing, he made Shah Khan look awfully handsome in that in that army uniform yeah, we'll, riding we'll that, that motorcycle. But we'll okay, so 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 talking about that, right? So I loved the movie when I first saw it because I was like, okay, this is this is the Yes Chopra world. And like when I go into seeing a Yes Chopra movie or a Karan Johar movie, there are a few things I do not bring with me. One is I know for a fact that I am going to completely believe mm. this world that he created. I will completely believe that a waiter can fall in love with a multi-billionaire girl. I will believe because that is Yes Chopra's world. If I'm watching a Rohit Shetty movie, I will believe that he can fly 11 cars within 30 seconds. Yeah, like that's and Furious. Yeah, exactly. 
like Fast and Furious. If I'm watching a Karanjor movie, that college does not exist anywhere in the world, but I will believe that college does exist in, exist in somewhere in India, right? Yeah, you bought into the fantasy of the yeah. worlds that they've sold you. Yeah. I have seen the movie at least 10, 11 times since then. Oh my God. This needs to be an intervention for Sumit. Yeah, you watched you 11 times. That's crazy, bro. You spent 33 hours of your life watching Jumpa K. John. That's over 10 years. Okay. I mean, over 10 years. I mean, it's not great. You had a child in those 10 years. <laughs> yeah. And that's not counting the other movies that he's been watching as well. I feel like you that's run true. back. Like, I mean, this is this is too much. So this is too much. <laughs> it might be. I might have a problem. I might have a problem. Also, one of the things that I don't bring with me when I watch a Yash Chopra film is a handgun. <laughs> All right, Texas, calm down over there. Yeah, so, and, and like today when I watched the movie, I kid you not, I choked like four times. <laughs> From disgust? Like crying? <laughs> no, no. Like, oh, like, were you eating? What happened? I, I buckled. I like, I was like, oh. Oh, no, you got choked up. Yeah, and like Deepal was there for one of them. So I was like, I, my angle was very much away from Deepal. So she doesn't make fun of me. But um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I was I like, I was like, I was like, I was like almost like this. And then I was like, you know. I thought you were hiding your face so as not to upset your wife. But I'm happy to hear that she would make fun of you. Yeah, yeah, she totally would. Um, so, you know, oh. I had to do that in one of the scenes. But so, listen, there's a lot of flaws in the movie, right? There's a lot of things that's not believable, and I'm sure you guys will go into this. But what I focus on in this movie is I focus on the the relationships that Yash Chopra tried to build between these three, actually four characters, including the friend. Um, I thought that was very touching as well. And the fact that I cried because I don't have a single fucking friend like that. But... Um, uh, <laughs> I mean, look at one piece of shit sitting here and smiling. I would move into a flat for you in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, that's what I focused on. And, and honestly, I, all movies have flaws. And, you know, this is a Yash Chopra movie and all that stuff. But, yeah, I, I really focused on that and I loved it. My memory of the movie is uh, the first time that I watched it. I fucking hated it. The only thing I remembered about it was uh, I didn't buy Shah Rukh Khan as a young person. And mm-hmm. then I was annoyed that they copied the Hurt Locker. Mm-hmm. which oh had God. just recently come out because oh, yeah, that's yeah. about a bomb squad in the military. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten until the second viewing uh, that uh, about the retrograde amnesia. Like I'd completely, it's <laughs> ironic. You had, <laughs> I had retrograde amnesia about the retrograde amnesia. And I was like, oh, that's the other thing that I hated because I'd also seen The Vow. Which is the Channing Tatum movie? Oh, that's that what now? that was. You're right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So that was the other thing I was trying to remember. Is I was like, I remember feeling like this movie was 17 different American movies smashed into yes. one with a Bollywood movie. Right. I think that is definitely the part of it that really irritated me. But this time, I was like, I know it copied a bunch of shit, but like we just fucking watched Raw One. So and uh, compared to that, sure, this is a copy of another. You know bunch of like romantic comedies on like the hallmark channel but it's still it's but it couldn't have been a copy of the vow because the vow came out the same time as this movie did it came out a couple months earlier i I believe that yeah but but they were they were done shooting like i think they packed it on what do you think yes chopra talked to channing tatum and stole his idea (laughs) i don't think i don't think yes chopra had a direct line to channing tatum i think uh yes chopra had youtube where he watched a trailer for the vow and he was like you know what Let's throw that fucker in there, too. <laughs> Anyways, 
Well, so I think we've all come, well, other than Summit, who's apparently loved this movie for the last 10 years. Wait, wait, all, it's so real. When you rewatched it, you you did like it. I liked it more than I than I remember. Right, right, right. By the way, the movie and the I guess the book that the uh, that the movie copies the most is the end of the affair. That is what the internet tells me. Now I've not seen the end of the affair, the affair or read the book, but apparently that is what it copies. Is that a Pierce Brosnan joint? Anyways, none of us are learned learned people. Anyways, I think we should get into this movie. Yes, please. How about that? Yeah. All right. So the movie starts off with SRK as a major. He's a major, right? Yes, Major Summer Anand in the bomb squad in the Indian Army, who never wears a bomb suit. His look is very nice, great triceps, very nice mm-hmm. triceps. Anyways, Anushka Sharma is a hot, sexy reporter for Discovery, a so sex hot. positive filmmaker for Discovery Channel. Yeah, now Fahad, um, you you messaged while you were watching this uh, that you had feelings about Anushka Sharma. Now, do you want to put that on the record so your wife can hear it? Yeah, I um, I I think if I had a Bollywood, you know, the concept of a hall pass, yes, is well, don't look at me like that, Annie. You, you also have hall passes. Everybody Several. has a hall pass. Several. And uh, if I were to, which I've never thought about before, a Bollywood hall pass, I think Anushka Sharma would be up on on that list. Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, so shout outs to her. congratulations you made it congratulations you do realize you are talking about um the cricket captain's wife so virat kohli i mean that's okay he could be on the list too i don't know (laughs) 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 maybe it's a two for one deal yeah Yeah. anyways uh she is a reporter and she goes swimming i guess for a bet yeah. Because yes. uh, for whatever reason, it's a freezing and, and water. water is very cold. Now, Fad, yeah. Fad, do you have a question? No, I mean, I just don't think. I mean, there's so many questions. She's jogging, and then she strips down to a bathing suit. She does yes, an adventurous pose, and then the next thing you know, she's standing on an island, and it's like, how did you get to this island? Exactly. And then my favorite part of it is when she, there's like this big buildup into her jumping. And then she jumps, and it's like six inches. Like, she. It was the most anticlimactic uh, jump, but um, also she's very attractive and it seems like a very lovable person, like a great personality there. <laughs> You're like, Are terrible you do- setup of the dive and the whole situation was impossible, but so lovely to look at. Yeah. So, you know, See, that's the Yes Chopra magic. Yeah. It's celebrating women. <laughs> You're like, whatever. She's barely wearing clothes. It's fine. But you guys didn't find her uh, initially annoying. In this no. persona? No, I found no. her adorable. Uh, yeah, I thought she was uh, pretty She was the perfect contrast to Shah Rukh Khan's then character, which was gloomy and dark. Oh, very Yeah, stark. I wouldn't say that she was annoying. I just thought that... Um, I actually just thought that she was very eager. Like, she was very determined to me. That's what she seemed like. She didn't seem annoying. She just seemed very sure of what she wanted and when. Which I think is a testament to her acting ability because a lot of like we've seen a lot of Shah Rukh Khan movies where I feel like this type of character can come off as very annoying and yeah, just correct. Yeah, so I I I learned to love her as the movie went on uh, went along, and by the end I was just completely in love with her. Okay. Anyways, uh, Shah Rukh Khan rescues her because she's drowning, even though it turns out she's a national swimming champion or something later on, but. Whatever. I think it's a cold water. And she happens upon his uh, his diary and she mm-hmm. starts reading it. The story goes back 10 years to, th- to 2002 
when uh, Shah Rukh Khan is a 25 year old working odd jobs in London, yeah. um, including uh, as a as a street singer. What do you call it? He's a, a busker, a, a fishmonger. Yes. Uh, so he shovels the snow on the grass at a church. And then um, was there a fourth job? Snow on the grass. <laughs> He's moving snow from one part of the grass to the other. I don't understand. He wasn't even to walk. Uh, and then, um, and I guess bomb squad disposal, but that's it later. That's yeah, I think those were the three jobs. Yeah. Just working on jobs. Oh, and now, waiter. Kater oh. waiter. And, waiter. And a waiter. Kater waiter, yeah. Now, um, Shah Khan is a 25-year-old. Do you believe it? No. Let's pause. No, come on. Let's pause. Uh, no, uh, there's no way that you can make us believe that. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. On. Okay. Have you? I mean, I know Annie has. I know Raheel has. Father, have you watched Three Idiots? Yes, I have. Okay. Great movie, right? One of the one of the best movies made, right? Yeah, so far, yes. Um, Why do I feel like I'm on the stand? Uh, <laughs> Amir Khan plays a college student starting from freshman year. Did you believe that he was a freshman college student? Okay, no, but also he wasn't surrounded by 18-year-olds and being like, hey, guys, I'm one of you, too. Like, everybody in the movie is younger than Shah Khan, which makes him look way older. If everybody is 45 playing 25, then I can be like, all right, yeah, he's 25 in this world where everybody is a really rough They had a rough two decades. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that. That is a 25-year-old that went to work in the coal mines at six years. Yeah. That's a West Virginia sure. 25. Yeah. Yeah. And during his breaks, he was smoking, like, filterless cigarettes. Thank you. You don't have a full face of, like, you don't have full purple lips by the age of 25 <laughs> if you haven't been smoking Marlboro Reds since you came out of the womb. You know, I think another comparison would be, like, in Diljataje, they were supposed to be all young, right? And right. even in that movie, Amir Khan looked older because he was the oldest one in the cast. But mm -hmm. it still was somewhat believable that they were younger people that were just graduating college because they all look the same. They all had a very similar uh, agedness to their faces, right? In this movie, it's also unnecessary for him to be 25. You don't have to be 25, my dude. You can be a 35-year-old man in London working odd jobs. It's no, he okay. cannot. No, he cannot, though. Because then the, the but then the storyline falls flat. He cannot be 35 and then join the army. Is that a thing? Oh, so that's yeah. where our suspension of disbelief ends. <laughs> that you're allowed to be in the army. It's like, oh, no, I can't believe that. No, I mean, I think he could have been. But then they could have aged up his, you know, his his co-star, his love interest. She didn't yeah. have to. Like, Katrina Kaif didn't have to be the lady here. Also, they didn't make any effort to age him down or up. Like, he just yeah. looked like Shah Rukh Khan throughout the entire movie. They yeah. needed like the Irishman like de-aging technology. Yes. That's what they yeah. needed. Anyway, so talking about his love interest, it's it, uh, played by Katrina Kef. And Katrina Kef is a rich billionaire's daughter, I guess. Yeah. He's a single father. She's the only daughter. She's uh she he sees her the first time when she goes to church to pray to Jesus, even though I don't believe she's Christian. I don't think neither of uh, either of her parents are Christian. It's very confusing um, because she's set up initially to almost be like half white. Yes. Because yeah. when they show her as a child, it's clearly a white child with massive internalized racism. Like, oh, yeah. hey, 
brown people. <laughs> Very confusing. Like, why do you hate your brown brown men? Your father's a brown man. That's let's unpack that for a minute. And then later on, we find out that her mother's fucking puja. So I was like, where yeah. where is this whiteness coming from? Anupam Kier and Nitu Singh, like, what is going on here? Yeah, because she was born and raised in London. Like, you know, you guys don't make you a Caucasian. No, no, I was okay. born and raised in New York. It doesn't. I want to look no, at no, me. No, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about the whole like, oh, I don't like. I don't want to marry a brown guy. But yes, I do not know why they chose a white girl to be yeah. in that short scene. That that I have no idea. And she had blonde hair for some reason. Blonde hair. I mean, maybe she, maybe she maybe she did highlights. I don't know. As white as the driven snow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so they meet up uh, at her engagement. He's a waiter. He uh, gives her. He mansplains a little bit to her while she's smoking outside. It's very charming in 2012, and it's not so charming in 2022. And they make a deal that uh, he will teach her how to sing in Punjabi. Uh, for her uh, dad's birthday, and she will teach him how to speak better English. Yeah. She's engaged to a guy named Roger. Yes. Who, yeah. who looks like he's just come out of doing a, like a lot of blow <laughs> in every scene. Oh. I don't know what that looks like because I've never seen it. Oh, look. He looks like Matthew McConaughey in Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so this friendship turns into um, love, I guess. A romance. Uh, when uh, SRK and Karina, Karina, no, Katrina, Katrina, Katrina go to an underground uh, club yeah. where <laughs> an underbridge role play, they role play as Raj and Tina, and SRK and Katrina have a little dance number. How did you guys feel about the dance number? You know, there's a clip that everybody makes fun of now, especially like black people, of Julia Stiles, like uh, Julia oh, yeah. from yeah. the Last Dance. Yeah. yeah, that was the Bollywood version of that because <laughs> you had like proper break dancers coming, and then Chauhan comes and just like flips around a hat on his toes. <laughs> I thought it looked like you know how there's like those YouTube videos of father daughter dances at a <laughs> record scratch, and then it, they turned into like cool new dances. That's what Chauhan looked like. He looked like her dad, just trying to keep up. Yeah. So I'll tell you this. In the entire movie, that's one scene. Every single time I've seen it, I'm like, "Why? You, you did <laughs> all not, eleven times. All eleven times. Every without a fail. That that's one part of the movie. I'm like, every time, I'm like, why did you have like you are not Ritik Roshan? Like every time I see that scene, I'm like, Ritik Roshan should have been here, or now I know Tiger Shroff should have been there, but like, <laughs> but Katrina Kaif is an amazing dancer. Um, no, I don't no, I don't think so. I think she's just hot. I don't think she's. I think Katrina Kaif is a great dancer right now. Go ahead, Fad. You have your hands I up amongst other things. Want? <laughs> I think Katrina Kaif is overrated. I've never particularly oh. found her to be as hot as people tell me she is. It just she just doesn't do it for me like that. Like I don't think she's a very compelling actress. Not at all. I don't think she's a great dancer. And I think in the face, like, you know, let's not get carried away. She's very lovely and attractive. And if she was walking down the street, it is double take. But like, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, she's the hottest thing since sliced bread. You know, oh, Schwinn. I don't think anybody says she's the hottest thing from sliced bread, but she is one of the hottest Bollywood actress. 
Fahad, let me ask you, who do you think is the hottest Bollywood actress? Who else is on that card, buddy? Who's, who else is on that well, list? Well, you said Anushka. Anushka, yeah. I mean. Anushka, I got um, uh, Sonali Bandre. Uh, who's the lady on the train? Oh, uh, uh, Malika. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so all of mine are from 1999. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Sonali Bandre is very, very pretty. Oh, so Shmita yeah. Sen from that one movie where they were in a college? Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Yeah. She might have been the hottest uh, actress in all of Shah Rukh Khan movies. Yeah, so about Katrina, I had a question about her outfit. So her entire, like the entire first half and probably going into the second half also, um, she, you can see her thighs every single time. And now I am a horny pervert. <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, it's like raining outside. Like rain or snow, this lady's thighs are out. Yeah. Her body was slamming though. Like I, I think that she's stunning. I think her body was slamming. She's very pretty to look at. She's just like a dud of an actress. Like she's just yeah. like she's just like like I just feel nothing. You know, even like the jumping ahead, even at the end when they like meet and she's at the border and all that stuff. I'm like, I wish that you were Gajal. I wish you were Ani Mukherjee. I wish you were anybody else because you are just a she has absolutely no expression in her face at all. She's gorgeous, you, but that's it. Would you say that's because she's too hot to be lovable or is she just a bad actress? No, she's just a bad actress. Yeah, who's too hot to be lovable? Yeah, there's, uh, Angelina Jolie is extremely hot and just a very good actress. So I believe everything she does. I think Katrina Kaif is just a bad actress. I think Katrina Kaif would be like the Jessica Alba of Bollywood. Like if you know, like, no, I'd say Jessica Alba. Hello, did you not watch Seventh Heaven? Jessica Alba. Oh no, Jessica Alba. That That's was Jessica, Jessica Biel. Biel. Yeah, you're right. No, but Jessica Alba is uh, uh very lovely and a decent enough actress, but she's no, she's not gonna win no Academy Awards, but uh. Like that's the way they promote her in Bollywood is like the best actress or like yeah, one, of the, one of the one of the. I think she's a big star, but I don't think anybody thinks she's a good actress because she's a terrible actress. She's a I don't terrible know if she's actress. Better. I have a question for you guys. This is very very important. If Shah Khan tried to kiss you, would you slap him? Ooh. No. In that moment, or just in general, are we just walking up on the streets? Is there any context? It's Shah Khan. It's the Shah Khan. It's the SRK king of Bollywood. You're on the street. You're waiting for a. He comes up. Well, if Shah Rukh Khan kisses me, he has a he has a bigger problem because I'm not letting go. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be difficult for uh, Sumit to kiss Shah Rukh Khan on the lips because Sumit's mouth is already full. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Uh, I don't want Shah Rukh Khan to kiss me on the lips. Now, uh, now this is the first Shah Rukh Khan kiss okay. on the lips, I think, in a long time. I don't know if there was one earlier. in his No, life. so that was a wrong thing you put on the text. This is his first ever. No, Maya Mamesab, he did kissing on the mouth. Nope. Show he me did. the clip. It's the camera cuts to it. No, he definitely That's kisses her in the mouth, and then we see his butt. No, again, there is no two lips touching. There is no one shot of two lips touching. This is his first one ever where mm, they man. show him lip locking. And lip what locking. a first one it was, guys. What was what was your reaction to that moment? I'm going to start with Sumit here because I'm guessing it was a boner. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I I wasn't I wasn't uh, happy about it. Oh, interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Conservative values. Okay, so myth, I see you. No, 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 no. The reason being, like, I'm like, you have this rule in your contract for all these years where you're not going to do a lip lock or you're not on screen, you're not going to kiss. I love you calling it a lip lock. Yeah, so, like, he had this contract all these years and now you broke it, but 
if if I wanted to see Shah Rukh Khan, and it's not in a perv way, right? If I want to see Shah Rukh Khan actually kissing on screen, of all the movies he had done, I would want to see him with Kajol, right? That's tough to say, time. man. It's like seeing your parents kiss. Like I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, but I'm yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like or or like a Rani Mukherjee or like even Ashwari right? in like Mahabate or something, right? And and the scene on the subway station, it was a great scene. Don't get me wrong, but like, I, like I don't know, like you guys have been drinking all night. That does that really even mean much? Like I don't know. I I, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't. It wasn't fan. meaningful enough for you. Yeah, I immediately thought to myself, Shah Khan looks like a bad kisser. He doesn't yeah. seem to know what he's doing. Nope. Mm, he... well, and I'm gonna say, an overall bad lover. I don't see that man with women. What? He knows what he's doing with a lady. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so that was going to be a question of mine. Do you think Shah Khan is a generous lover? I don't think he's a generous lover. No! Not at all. He's only thinking about himself. And there's a mirror there so he can watch himself the whole time. Okay, but do you think that there's any like mega celebrity that is a generous lover? I feel like once you get to that level, like you're just like, no, you just you do it. I think if I, I think if Amir Khan really buys the role, buys into the role, I think he could probably go on for 36 hours. Okay, I've seen <laughs> Amir Khan make out with um, Karishma Kapoor and he looked like he knew what he was doing. Oh, yeah. No, oh, what, in 3D is the last scene? No, in Karishma Kapoor. What's it called? Raja Hindustani. Under the waterfall? Hello. This this man has married and divorced how many times now? I no. don't care about how many yeah. times he's married and divorced. Just because you've been married to the same person, does Gari look happy? She looks fucking miserable all the time. <laughs> I don't believe for a second that Shah Khan is a good lover or a generous lover. Shah Khan, I think he's a very generous lover <laughs> and a very giving, and he is a charmer, right? Okay. As the only woman in the room right now, I'm going to yes. go ahead and say that on behalf of us women, I don't think that he's he's not doing much. I think there's a lot of buildup before the actual act. Like, he's going to be very yeah. intense. And then it's fast. <laughs> very fast. Very quick. <laughs> Things may not even go in. <laughs> wow, you guys are haters, man. You are so all it takes is the nose touching the cleavage and he's done. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fahad, what's your take on this? I think he's uh probably not the most generous, but I also do think that like ultra celebrities just are a different selfish breed of people. And so none of them are. Like I don't think like Cristiano Ronaldo's out here laying it down. He's probably no. also just like <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You went right to Cristiano Ronaldo. He's, well, he's probably the most famous person on the planet. So yeah, uh, he, he really you know. is. The reason I say not because you know I love Sharkon and all that stuff is fine, but <clears throat> if you look at each and every of his interviews, right, and like he just did an interview of completing thirty years in the movies. He did Instagram Live. Uh, it, it was a great show, by the way. You guys should watch it. It's on YouTube. Anyways, <laughs> you think that people who have a podcast about Sharkon would have seen that, but I'm like, oh, that's. <laughs> you know, I just realized I don't even follow the man on Instagram. <laughs> Disgrace. So what happened so, in the interview? No, no, no. So no, not only that interview, in every single interview I have, if there's an interview online of Shah Rukh Khan, I've probably seen it. The one thing that's constant about him is he always says, like, you know, I don't claim to make the best movies. I don't, I claim, I don't claim that I'm the best actor. I'm probably one of the worst. A luck has played a big factor for me. But one thing I can claim is... I will keep trying, I will keep working hard, and I will just keep trying over and over again. I'll fail, I'll get up, I'll keep trying. My one only, only goal is to entertain, 
And if I have to work 18 to 19 hours a day just so people are happy, I will do that because I know I lack many things in life. But one thing I do not lack is trying. So a man of that kind of conviction, imagine what he will do in bed. Oh, so you're saying he that translates into the bedroom. He's bringing that energy into the bedroom. Of course he is. Okay. Of course I he mean, is. I mean, you make a point. Anyways, we're way <laughs> off of uh, where we're yeah. supposed to be in the movie. Yeah. Anyway, so they fall in love. Uh, she meets her mom who was uh, who ran off with a Muslim guy named Imran, oh. played by Rishi Kapoor, who right. and they own a winyard. A it's winyard. a vineyard, a but vineyard, okay. Bro. A vineyard? A winyard. <laughs> And you know they do it, but they do because he's always holding a glass of wine. And they have a small black boy working in the fields, and I had a lot of questions. <laughs> and I also think that that boy had an American accent. Everybody in the movie had an American accent. They're supposed to be in London, and Katrina Kaif is fully talking in an American accent. Or Canadian, because that's where she's from. Is she Canadian? I thought she was from the UK. No. from Hawaii or something. Hawaii? Hawaii? What? No, you're thinking of Barack Obama. <laughs> now do you think barack obama is a generous lover <laughs> that yeah. i actually do <laughs> um, anyway so they fall in love and she's gonna tell her dad and she's gonna break it off with roger and uh srk gets into a motorcycle accident and katrina falls to her knees and prays to sir jesus and says sir jesus please <laughs> please save his life if you save yeah. his life I will leave him forever because I, you are uh, making him pay for my sins, my sin of falling in love with him. So Sir Jesus saves SRK, and uh, Katrina comes to him, and she breaks up with him and says, I need you to leave London because I can't take it. Okay. And SRK is very, very, um, uh, is very angry when he finds out, and he just says, don't. And then he has her leave his apartment. And I think that's the end of the first half. Yeah, he says, congratulations on your wedding, bitch. And then she yeah. leaves. He didn't say mm. bitch, but he should have. I felt like his accident wasn't really that bad that they had to revive him on the scene. Like, he just kind of got, like, knocked off of a motorcycle. He didn't like, get, like, blown up like uh, Rani Mukherjee in Satya. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she exploded. <laughs> I'm surprised she survived. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> He right, just kind of yeah. just like whoops, oh, you like a little tassel, like a little yeah. tassel on the side of the road. He was wearing, like, a, helmet. Hey, he was wearing a helmet. He was fine, <laughs> but instead they. And then my favorite part is when the paramedics are reviving him. As after they take the paddles out, they they jumpstart his heart. He comes to, and then one of the paramedics just pulls his shirt down over his, his belly. <laughs> <laughs> also, the one paramedic had like his hand fully cupped on one of Sharafan's cheeks. He had like a full butt in his hand. I was like, okay. That, that That's an extra just taken. Sumit was an extra on a SRK movie. <laughs> so let's find out about how generous of a lover you are. Can I just say that at this point in the movie, when like now this is like, you know, it ends and then it cuts to him riding his motorcycle in the deserts of India. Yeah. I, I was like, oh shit, I forgot this part of the movie. Like, I was, I completely forgot about Anushka Sharma. I forgot what we were watching. I cared only about this fake 25 year old man and his billionaire girlfriend who's supposedly 21. And I was yeah. like, oh, I wouldn't mind this movie, but now I'm watching another one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah There's yeah. two more movies coming up. Two more, <laughs> two whole other movies. Yeah. SRK quits London and he moves to India and he joins the Indian Army, which uh, I believe he has a family history in the Indian Army. 
Yes. And we know because he's 25, he's allowed to join. Yeah, exactly. So the math adds up. Yeah, the math adds up. We're clarifying that. So then we come back to the present day in 2012, and Anushka Sharma has his diary, and she is uh, hell-bent on making a documentary on uh, SRK. Well, so what does she want to make the documentary on? Is it's his bomb squad skills, right? Correct. So he is wanted to make a documentary. Philosophy? He wanted to make a documentary on a man who was fearless. So it's about his bravery, his skills, and the Indian Army, and like you know the love for one's country and all that stuff. But it's not just that. She's also read his whole backstory, so she's aware that this man is compelled to do this work for another reason. Like Correct. he has his whole idea of living life without fear is just tied to this thought that he lost everything that he loved, and mm-hmm. he waged war on Christmas. He went to Jesus. He said, "Fuck me, dude." <laughs> <laughs> and he said, "He said, I declare war on Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I think that is an interesting enough story, right? Because then you could be like, oh, this is like famous bomb squad man, the man who doesn't die. But what is really his drive? Like, what is what's really going on? I think that is an interesting documentary. So is his love story part of the documentary? Turns into that, right? So that's the that's the closing statement when Anushka Sharma is uh, telling the story. She's like, you know, I came into this documentary thinking it was everything that me and Nuja said but it turned out it's actually a story about love yeah that was sweet I loved it I yeah. loved her idea but then also she just used her time with the Indian army to harass the boys yeah and I think I kind of love that too yeah what but like bunch of I was going to ask about the fitness level of the Indian army on the Kashmiri border because they're doing some stretches and I'm just like how have we not secured this border yet <laughs> <laughs> you, you haven't seen the Pakistani army's training regiment. Oh, it's true, too. They're doing the leg kicks. <laughs> They're just no, doing but, the can can over there by the border, and that's about it. <laughs> but you know, the thing with the army is like, you know, I my one of my cousin brothers, he was in the army. He was in the Indian army, right? So I know when he when he trained for it, when he had to apply for it, train for it, go into the army. Like he was one of the fittest dude I ever knew. Like Jack. He was in the army for like 15 years. By like year eight, he had a thong. Because <laughs> they're just chilling. They're chilling yeah, like, yeah, like, you know, once you get in, it's it's a it's a wrap. I mean, it's like a pro athlete after they retire. You know, you can't really you can't really blame him for it. So. No, but I'm just saying even while he was in the army. So like, you know, those, these army guys, like even cops and stuff. Right. When when you when you get it, when you get into the academy, when you when you train for it. Yeah, you have to maintain a certain level of fitness to pass all the tests and stuff. But once you, let's say, become, I don't know, whatever, an officer, nobody gives a shit. It's not like every year you have to go do a test of your fitness. Right. Anyways, how do we feel about uh, Anushka in shorts on the Kashmir border? I don't think that that's really what the border needs. Loved it. Um, I was happy to see it, but I think that's a volatile situation. You got all these army men that have been in their barricades for months. You got. I think it's uh, good for morale for our boys. Yeah. First of all, Raheel, what kind of ass backwards viewpoint is this? Of like, oh, she better be careful around all these army dudes. First of all, what I love about her being in shorts and wearing whatever she wants is that she, I believe this character. I have to say Anushka Sharma's character is probably the only fully thought out character in this movie because she is exactly who she is. Like, 
I'm not confused by anything that she does or anything she says, any of her expressions. She's the only person I believe as a fully thought out character. She is, like I said, sex positive. She's daring. She's an athlete. She wears whatever she wants. She doesn't care what people say. Sure. Like, and she wears her feelings like on her face, right? So she tells Shah Han, hey, dude, I'm in love with you because I don't think that men like you exist in my generation. And I think that that's pretty fucking amazing. Which was amazing. Which was yeah. amazing, right? It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. And yeah. you dick face Raheel. Army men are very res- respectful towards women, okay? Um, okay. I mean, let's not make broad um, assumptions about all yeah. men. Also, I don't have a dick for a face. <laughs> 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 Yeah, so please apologize. That was hurtful. Yeah, what the hell, man? (laughs) Anyways, um, so she makes her documentary and she flies it out to London and it gets approved, but they want to verify the story. And to verify the story, SRK has to come to London. I um I just want to say that the documentary looked like a whole bunch of bullshit. Like the what the white lady was watching at the Discovery Channel, like mm-hmm. that that looked really bad. It looked like a PowerPoint presentation about Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> the font, uh, the font on the title wasn't very inspiring. No, but it could have just been like the working font. Maybe, maybe. The final she may have made it on the plane. Like she didn't have time. She was in. She was like a in the woods. I just feel like she, from what we saw of the footage that she gathered, it's a real bad documentary. She was only involved on like one bomb dis dis diffusal diffusal diffusal. diffusal. What a word. Uh, okay, continue. Yeah. All right. So SRK shows up to London, and uh, she's very happy. And wouldn't you know it, he gets into another accident. <laughs> <laughs> he showed up in London and Sir Jesus was like, try me, bitch. Immediately. He gets off the plane. He gets right into an accident. <laughs> an accident. He gets hit by a car. Second time. Yes. <laughs> and uh, that results uh, in him getting retrograde amnesia. <laughs> so now... So this is the third movie. I was like, what? <laughs> the retro great amnesia. I had to pause and laugh because it's just so silly. But it's a real thing though, guys. Neurologist Summit here. I am looking it up right now. It is a I'm thing. Not- I'm not saying it's not a thing, my friend. I'm just saying we didn't need the retrograde amnesia at this point in the That's movie. Yes. How would the storyline move forward, though? You Here's what you could have done in the movie. At this point, he could have gotten hurt. She could have actually aired the documentary and, like, ended it with, you know, this this great guy. He's here. He's fighting for his life. We're looking for this woman that he has been living yes. to forget. And if you know this person, Mira, he, she could have asked for her or looked for her. And then she could have gotten the message. Katrina could have gotten the message, found him, and then been like, this is what happens when you come close to me. You almost die. And then she has it out with Jesus. And then they go to the church and bingo, bingo, end of the movie. Like, it doesn't have to be the retrograde amnesia. There's no need for it. I, if, I, if I had written the movie... I wouldn't have had him get into any kind of accident. Maybe he's just in London and then Anushka uh, convinces him to go find Mira or they run yeah. into each other. But having two accidents, two, get, having getting hit by a car 
in a movie is ridiculous already because like it doesn't happen every day it feels like in bollywood it happens literally every movie yeah we should actually go and count and see how many how many times Shah Rukh Khan has been hit by a car but uh but to do it twice in the same movie is absurd like what a tragedy yes chopra did not meet you guys in his lifetime it is a tragedy you know how much better his career would be if he had talked to me first (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh wow but he was trying to save anushka sharma like, no, I get a, that, but I'm no, just saying, like, he, he could have saved her from something else. He, no, nobody needs to get hit by a car twice in a movie. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's like that is my even the amnesia. Even yeah. the amnesia is like whatever. If he got it a, a separate way, maybe a bomb explodes, he gets amnesia. All right, crazy, whatever. But to get hit by a car twice in one movie is insane. I I, I can see that. I didn't yeah. care for. Him. So, anyways, now SRK uh, only has memories uh, to his last, <laughs> to his last uh, car accident. But he <laughs> believes it's 2002, right? Um, but he's told that it's 2012. But they don't want to. Uh, I guess well, they don't want to tell him everything right away, right? Because they don't want to startle his little shot, tender no. brain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the trauma would be too much. Yeah. And he keeps asking for Mira, which is Katrina Gaff, and then they come up with this plan to pretend that they have been married for five years so she can ease him back to health and you have your you have your hands up i don't think you enjoyed that plot point no this whole ending was so annoying i just was so irritated with it it didn't make any sense to me i was like okay it's one thing i thought first like oh it's because she's married and it's difficult for we find out she's not even fucking married she doesn't have a kid what is the point of stretching this out? But the point the superstition. Is, there's no plot the, anymore. No, the I understand. No, the superstition is fine. That is fine. But to do it with retrograde amnesia and all this stuff, I mean, there's so many other more beautiful ways that this could have been this could have ended that did not involve, like we said, not one, but two, two. Yeah. near death car accidents. No, near death person to car collisions. Yeah. And and also, like, this whole thing where, like, at the end, like, she pretends and then he gets his his memory jogs back because there's another bomb issue situation in oh, the middle of wild. London. And so he's like, oh, I, that's right. I remember it. I'm a major in the Indian Army and I'm this cool guy. And I take apart this bomb. And then he pretends. Yeah, and he does his, like, dark, bazigar psychopath thing at the church. And it's like, hey, guess what, motherfucker? She pretended so that you didn't lose your goddamn mind, okay? A bunch of doctors actually told her it would be a good idea to pretend. And here he is being like, you lied to me. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you? you? The man is hurt, okay? The man did not want to come to London, and now he has to face the tragedy that he has been living for the past 10 years all over again. (laughs) Yeah. She was helping him out there. Like she went I, along. I, with, she I get it. All his boners. She had a lot of them. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he woke up super horny. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he went to sleep horny. He woke up horny. She was shaving his face. He was horny the whole time. Why would she shave in his face? His arms work. He's not a paraplegic. What would happen? <laughs> What's going on there? He didn't forget how to shave his face. He was 28 oh in his God. mind. He wasn't. And like- then they also did it in like a bedroom, which is weird because like that's still gonna be messy. Like it was in the middle bad. of like it was like little literally in the middle of the foyer. I was like, what are we doing here? You're a billionaire Why are we man. Doing this? If I ever uh, go in, like if you have to tell me that 
uh, you know, it's 10 years later or whatever, I wake up. You guys can just tell me. Like, I'm pretty sure I think it was hilarious. Yeah, you just tell me right away. Let's say if you wake up today from retrograde amnesia, right? (laughs) So we're going back 10 years. So you believe it's 2012. What is the biggest shocker for you? It's got to be Trump, right? Or is it something personal? Yeah. Hmm, Interesting. It's either Trump or the fact that I'm married. Those are the two that are shocking to me. Yeah, too much shit happened in the last 10 years of my life. I would just, I would be devastated if I didn't remember any of it. I had two kids. Like, I would be like, oh, shit. I gave birth. I saved one from like a near death death experience. Like, I would never want to forget any of that. would be too devastating. Real, why? How dare you? This is a very traumatic question. I don't like it. I tell you that I'm going to do it. It's important to be asked. Um, Anyways, now, do we think the no sex rule is an actual rule from Dr. Khan? By the way, Dr. Khan, is she hot? I think she's kind of hot. Okay. That was Kamal, that was Kamal Hassan's uh, ex-wife. Oh, congratulations to him. Um, she looks like an older Sonali Bandre. She looks like she works out of a WeWork. To <laughs> <laughs> um, my other question, is she certified? Definitely not. Because she's like, I think amnesia. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. What, what no. was the original question? Oh, yeah. Was it was it an actual was no, it? An of course not. Situation? No, of course not. I mean, no, of course. Katrina not. not wanting to right. Katrina wanted to, yeah because uh, she wanted to keep keep the distance because of the same belief that she had for all these she years. She thinks yeah. She thinks that when she gets the D, he gets the died. Like that's what oh. she- wow, <laughs> wow, Annie. That was he wow. dies. She, yeah, just, after she gets you just graduated now. from your internship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know, but also if the doctor was like he can't shave himself then maybe he really was able to do it you know who knows i'm not a doctor would, I you, think so. would you guys your three men would you trust your significant really you don't have a significant other but if you did one did have one would you trust your significant other to shave your face uh if i am in a situation where i cannot sure yeah why not I think because I have a beard, it, she would mess up the beard, and oh. like it just wouldn't work out. And then I'd have like a chin strap. I would trust my significant other. My husband does not trust me with a blade by his neck. Would you me. let him shave you? <laughs> <laughs> there was a point when it happened initially when they uh, went to the Bone Zone in that song, uh, Sauce Me Whatever, and sauce, sauce. yeah, <laughs> and. After they do it, he's sleeping with his mouth open, and then she's like Rocky Mubantka, and she goes and yeah. shuts his mouth. And I was just yeah. like laughing because I was like, even in this like sexy music scene, it's like they see men still sleep with their fucking mouth open, probably snoring loud as shit. Like he needs a CPAP That's machine. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Well, why do they see men? Yeah, well, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Oh, there was also a black- on top there's of a- that, yeah. you also snore. So who exactly. cares? Women snore. snore. Women snore too. Men snore. snore. Women snore. Uh, I just don't think it was like as cute as they try to show it because then they repeat it later on where he's. I thought it was adorable. I don't think it's cute. Like, nobody wants to sleep next to a mouth breather. I don't like but, that you identified him as a Daisy man. He's just a man. All men. Yeah, seriously. What kind of racist that shit was that? It's like, it's, I think it's, it's your it's, internalized racism, just like white Katrina at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm no surprise. I hate Daisy men. There's different reasons for that. But I just think that it wasn't as cute as they thought it was. It just was like, it was like her, it was equivalent to, for me to like her wiping the drool off his face. 
after he sleeps or her being like, <laughs> yes, isn't that so cute? He farts afterwards. Like it just wasn't no, but, cute. But you, you also have to think about the fact that this was also after this woman hasn't seen this man in 10 years. And his sleeping habits have not improved even a little bit. So here's the thing, right? Like, so when you first get together with your partner or whatever, right? Like oh. in the very, very beginning, right? Of the, of the oh. like the courtship <laughs> period or whatever you want to call it. You guys wake up in the morning and the fucking morning breath is not an issue. But like fucking 10 years later, it's like, get the fuck away from me. Katrina Kaif hasn't seen Shah Rukh Khan. And like, yeah, he she wakes up in the morning. The sun falls on his beautiful face. It's glowing and he just wants to close that mouth. I mean, I don't know. I thought it was very romantic. She wanted to find out what that mouth do. <laughs> you can cut that too. I see uh, I didn't care for it. Anyways, uh, yeah. what else happens? Can you briefly talk about the best friend? I loved his character. The Pakistani best friend? Yeah. I think in Sumit's mind, the Pakistani best friend is who I am in his life. <laughs> so Sumit is just like this troubadour, this very close troubadour <laughs> who's out, like, you know. I actually didn't like, think about love, that, but you're right. You are, at, you're like, 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 until like two in the morning, just banging Italian ladies. Yeah. And I am just the Nikama uh, Pakistani <laughs> friend and who yeah, is dodging his mom. Yeah, Jahil Lahori. That's yeah, what you yes, are. Short. Yeah, actually, I never thought that you were absolutely <laughs> right. Okay, by the way, we should let the record show Raheel is very skinny now. Oh, thanks, buddy. I'm not going to update my records. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, he, he was he was fine. He was great. So that one scene in the, in the restaurant when uh, Anushka Sharma and uh, Katrina Kev told him what happened, that, I, I don't know, man, that, like, those two, three minutes, like, I, I thought he, he did an amazing job. Like, he yeah, the, the guy was a really good actor yeah, in that he, movie. He, he was great. So here's yeah. what I didn't understand. He was like, oh, yeah, I'll move back to, like, our shitty little apartment from 10 years ago. But what was the point? Because they told him that it was 10 years since then. And they told him that everybody had gotten successful and everybody had, like, the yeah, best no, restaurant. Because yeah, but, why but, did but they then, SRK moved into his house, right? SRK moved into the Pakistani guy's house and pretended that he was – and they pretended like he had lived there with Katrina this entire time. Oh, it was, oh it was, that was in Katrina's was. house? No, no, that wasn't. That was the Pakistan. Oh, that okay. Was... Yeah, that's confusing. So why didn't they just go live it with Katrina? He's probably also, that's the reason why she wasn't trying to fuck in somebody else's bed. Like, it's weird. Yeah, yeah but guys. shaving somebody on somebody else's. They're going to come back and they're going to have just like little hair trimmings <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> 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 what the Maria's going to be pissed. Yeah. How do you bag Maria, by the way? Way to go, Pakistani. Guy. I mean, this man, he turned, uh, what, like a thousand pounds into a restaurant empire. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, possibly the most like impressive Pakistani to ever. Well, live. he was he was uh, and Kai doesn't right. went to London. Yeah, it's like <laughs> he, he was a uh, top ten uh, Indians uh, to be successful in London. Pakistanis. Pakistan. Well, he said Indians in the movie. Okay, yeah, said, because they had to fake it for his, his restaurant was one of the top ten in uh, in in London, and then they were doing a fake profile on Shah Rukh Khan as one of the top ten Indians in London. Yeah. That's where the second half comes in, when Anushka meets him again to try to jog his memory. Anyways, um, Anushka and Katrina had a very nice scene. I really liked that scene at the end. Yes. Because Anushka is such a great actress. She's great. She's so good, especially and especially next to Anushka, Katrina looks even more like a dud. Like, she just looks silly and stupid, almost to a point where I'm like, why would anybody be in love with you? You have no personality. Like, you're just hot. 
which I guess, yeah, she seems kind of, she seems so, kind of boring. So, so you guys got to give Katrina Kev credit. This is a girl who was born in Hong Kong, came to India as a model <clears throat> for a jewelry store or whatever, did not know a word of Hindi, came a very long way. And I, I, I granted, even Deepal, when we were watching the movie, she was like, what a shitty actress. Fair enough. 2012, she was a shitty actress. I know you guys all hated Zero. We're not going to get into that. But if you just take Katrina Kaff's character in Zero and just focus on what she did for the bit she was in, I think she did a fantastic job. I'm not saying she's the greatest actress, but I think she has come a long way from where she was in 2012 till to today. Okay, I'll give you that. Like in this movie, I have a big artie. Like that's it. That's I I don't think she it was one of her finest moments as an actress. No, correct. Yeah. no. But good point. She did. She is not the same actress that she was in 2012. So yeah. Yeah. Katrina, you're welcome on the podcast anytime. Don't worry. And she got to be the only actress to snag a lip lock, as Sumit keeps lip calling lock. it, with Sharon. Yeah. Wait, he hasn't made out with anybody else since. Mm-mm. Thank God. Ben Khan and Anushka have another nice scene at the airport. Check in both of them. It's very charming. I really liked 35-year-old uh, Shah Rukh Khan getting his memory back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I think the best version of Shah Rukh Khan in this is Major Samara Anand. And yeah. just like if he just plays that type, I think that it would have been a better movie all around. So the two things, right? So in the entire movie, like I said, the dancing makes me cringe every single time. And the other thing, the way Shah Rukh Khan got his memory back. Like it's already a long ass movie. Five extra minutes of a little detailing would not have hurt you. Like, everybody's running away from the railway station. Yeah. He makes a U-turn. Nobody stops him. Yeah. He gets to the train. He walks in. These two idiot cops are like, oh, it looks like you know what you're talking about. So, obviously, come, defuse the bomb. You could be the guy who actually put the bomb there. Hence Thank you. Know you. The bomb and blow up the whole shit. That pissed yeah. me off. Like, yeah. that was a major flaw, which I did not like. You know, I appreciate you, Sumith, actually, you know, not believing some of this fantasy that you've told us that we should all believe. Because <laughs> I also agree with you. I was like, oh, if I was in, if I was working in the train station and some guy was like, I know exactly what's inside of that, I'd be like, okay, so we're like, we're gonna arrest you. Yeah. And this guy's like, yeah, he seems to know what he's doing. Let him come on on the train. Like, if, if a brown huh. man walked towards a train with a bomb on it in London, yeah. yeah. And he like, would be dead. everything about the bomb three yeah. steps in like he would they would and take what, him out and first of all that that's a major flaw then what pissed me off even more is the dumbass cop asked for his introduction after he defused the bomb yeah. so who are you shouldn't you have asked this before? You didn't have an ID. yeah I was, I was like maybe some id something like Yes, Chopra could have put in five more minutes into that scene. Yeah, but he didn't talk to any of us, did he? So, anyways, um, he goes back to the Indian Army. Katrina shows up, and then they end up together. Yeah, he's defusing another bomb on the same bridge. I will say that scene where he's defusing the bomb and she's standing there on the side and then um, the voiceover and Anushka talking about their love and what the story is actually about and all that. I was like. You know what? This is pleasant because I think in a typical Bollywood movie, you expect the bomb to blow up or something ridiculous yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah. And I just like the way another it wrapped up of like him. another car hits him. Another car, another car comes bridge. flying down the bridge, knocks him over. But yeah, it just appreciated the fact that it was just like, no, night. They're just two regular people that were fighting what's good for them, and now they're just going to be together. 
so that yeah. was sweet. I like the ending too. Very interesting. Yeah. Can Very we good. can we rate this bitch? Can, yeah, should we talk about music real quick? <gasps> oh yeah, let's talk about music. Hey, hey, I'm on, baby. All the way. Hey, I, I did not remember any of the songs uh, from the first time that I watched it, and I will not be listening to any of the soundtrack ever again. I thought you liked that song, Chalaki. I thought you yeah, loved that song. I like the original song by the, I know. by Robbie Shergo. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but oh, it's also him singing this song, though. I know. I enjoyed the music. The music was fun. I think uh, I was told that here, the song here, that was uh, what was played at Arosity. I don't remember it. Oh, but that's it was. Nice. Yeah. What song? What song was played at Arosity? Here. The, the song that Katrina Cap sings at her dad's uh, birthday. Oh, okay. Okay. That's a nice song. Yeah, it's a, nice it's a lovely song. I like that song even when I watched it the first time. I remember. I remember being mad that that song was in the movie because I was like, well, now I can't listen to this song. But guess what? <laughs> I rewatched the movie. Turns out I can listen to the song now. Dundon London, if you will. Yeah. Dundon <laughs> London. Same now, about this stupid Dundon London. This movie came out 10 years ago. And Summit <laughs> has been repeating that bullshit phrase <laughs> for 10 years. That is so true. I always say that. Always say that. I have a WhatsApp yeah. group called Dundon London. It's oh just my me god! And <laughs> yeah. I always say that. He always says. Wait, that. Why do you? Why is there only? Why do you have a group with just you and so so many? Like <laughs> it, just, it, it had six me. people. It had six people in it, and they all left. <laughs> one by one, they all said Dundon. Yeah. Ratings. What do we got? Um, Okay, so Sumit, you're here. It's your fourth time, bro. I don't need to do this for you, but I'll do it for Raheel, who never understands this rating system. Minus five. It's negative five to yeah. five. Zero being completely average. Negative five being the worst piece of shit, and five being the best piece of shit. So, where do you rank, Jupta K John? I'm gonna let our guests go first. Three point five. Three point five. That's a pretty conservative estimate from Sumit, who's watched this movie eleven times. <laughs> Who has dedicated times. thirty-three plus hours of his life. Thirty-three to this plus movie. hours to a three-point five. Yeah. That's 5. great. Yep. Um, I'll go next. Why not? I'm gonna give this. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I'll give it a zero. Oh. Which is like, yeah, it's right down the road for me. Not nearly as bad as I remember it. If you remember this movie as being the worst movie you've ever seen, like most of us have. I would encourage you to rewatch it if you want to, I guess. Don't rewatch it. I don't know. But it was it was decent. It was decent. Yeah. I give it a two. Wow. A positive. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think, yeah, I'm going to give it a two also because I gave Rao one a 1.5. Um, yeah. So I, need now, to give I told you that was an insane rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy the fact that it was 17 different movies, but each of the different movies it was, I was like, hey, I'd watch that movie. Like, this could have been four different movies that Shah Khan did with Yash Chopra at some point in his life. And mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed all four of those movies on their own. Just all of them smashed together was a little bit of a mess. But I still enjoyed it. And Anushka Sharma was my favorite character. And the person that I vibed with most on the, in the entire movie was her bitchy boss at Discovery. I was like, mm. is that me? Because she's really mean. I, I vibe with Imran the most. Uh, Rishi Kapoor, great, yes. great performance from Rishi Kapoor. All right, it was yeah, actually one moment. Dude. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, Raheel, please. What's yes. your, oh no, you already rated. Okay, uh, we all rated it. Yes, oh, amazing. How do we rate what SRK? SRK, I give him a three. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, I'll give him a zero because I don't like bubbly SRK, but I like stern, not stern, but like major Anand. 
Stoic. Pretty good. Stoic. I actually. Liked- he also looked great. I gotta be honest. He looked great. Those uh, those shirts, those really tight yeah. tight shirts that he was wearing with the army. I mean, you liked shit. him in his army fatigues. I liked him in his army. Uh, you know, I, you know, I love a man in uniform. I uh, thought. Go ahead. I thought Sharhan actually bubbly, young, pretending to be twenty five. Sharhan was still more likable for me than like when he tries to get sexy as a twenty five year old. I was like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Don't do that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, all yeah. right, I believed you that you were 25, but stop it. So that part I didn't like. I do like uh, the bearded Shah Khan of recent times. I do enjoy the look. I like that he's a little bit gloomier and a little bit more serious. But I rate Shah Khan also uh, a one and a half, not a two. I'll give him a one and a half. Wow. Yeah. That's some uh, really tough judges over here. I mean, Shark is a good-looking guy regardless. It doesn't matter. So I'm not going to go after the looks. I'm saying I love the intensity in his eyes. Oh, God. Oh, my God. What? What is the, what? what? The I mean, intensity in his eyes. Yeah, oh, like God. when he when he's portraying that 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 romance, even with Anushka Sharma, who he doesn't, who he's not in love with, but he completely understands her pain because he is going through the same thing or he has been going through the same thing at the last airport scene. You can see it, man. You can, I mean, a solid four, solid four. Yeah. I give him a three. I, uh, I like the fish out of water. SRK. I didn't buy him to be a 25 year old. Um, I don't think I bought him as a sexy man, as a sexy lover of ladies. Um, but I liked him as a, as an army guy. Yeah. Good army guy. Yeah. Good army guy. I also enjoyed him getting his memory back, like we said, in London. Well, you know, what an episode, guys. One for the books. Most of this will get cut, but I can't wait <laughs> to hear how Annie stitches this all together. Yes. And, um, you know, Japta Kejan, not bad. Uh, Sumit, great guest. It, this is your fourth and final. We keep saying final. It has. It's not a reflection on you. Uh, it's just <laughs> the podcast is ending. Uh, but thank you for being here so many times and spending so many hours with us. And then also for being a maniacal Shah Rukh Khan fan. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Which is insane. Your your stance on the man is insane. I have to tell you. And I know we keep just... saying we keep saying it's the final time you'll be on. They can permelenge jump that catch on. Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, no, God. you did not. You have to finish it off by saying a Yash Chopra movie. <laughs> <laughs> what if we ended the podcast and then we just like released footage of us recording the podcast, like kind of like Yash Chopra, the footage of him behind the scenes. There's <laughs> just like Bob on the floor with his mic for real, real, knocking his mic on the ground. My kids interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>